Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. Lord, we love you this morning. We praise you. God, we thank you for this place that you've given us called Morning Inspiration. God, we're here, God, to be inspired by you, the truths of your word, um, the, your yes, your amen, your direction, to be inspired by the doors that you close just as much as the doors that you open, to be inspired by your no's just as much as to be inspired by your yeses. We are here, God, to just be guided by your truth. God, have your way in this space like you always do. Touch and heal and set free in this space. And Lord, when it's all said and done, we're careful to give your name all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the powerful name of Jesus. We pray together that the people of God say amen. Reverend Johnson, go ahead and share with us. Speak, MJ, speak. Amen. Good morning, Chosen City family. Good to see you this morning. I love the fact that we have been getting up in the morning and getting prepared for morning inspiration. It takes a heart to seek God to get up early in the morning and shift your routine over these 40 days to see what God has to say. So let's get started this morning. I'm going to go to Deuteronomy, the eighth chapter, verses two and three. That's Deuteronomy, the eighth chapter, verses two and three. And I'll be reading from the NLT version. And it reads like this. Remember how the Lord your God led you through the wilderness for these 40 years, humbling you and testing you to prove your character and to find out whether or not you would obey his commands. Yes, he humbled you by letting you go hungry and then feeding you with manna, a food previously unknown to you and your ancestors. He did it to teach you that people do not live by bread alone. Rather, we live by the word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Today's morning inspiration is called heart test. Heart test. Let's just be real. No one likes a test. I don't care whether it's a test in the school. I remember working for a company, and although I was secured in the job, every 90 days you get test, uh, get tested by the director on some technologies or some things that we would work on. I didn't like that test because I said I'm doing the job, and if I wasn't doing it, I'd been gone. But don't ask me to take the test because the test is every day but the test reveals where your strengths are. So here's the question. Why would God allow us to suffer? We've all asked that at some point or some difficult time in our life. Why would he allow us to suffer and only to find out that the suffering that he allowed us to go through was a test? No one likes being tested at a difficult time in their life. Reason being is, you're facing an issue or a circumstance that requires your attention only for you to get into a quiet, still place and find out, man, this is a test. It's worse enough, like I said, you got to deal with the issue, but you find out that what you're dealing with was designed for your purpose. And everyone wants to know their purpose. Sometimes we want that purpose straightforward. We want to glimpse into it. We want to see exactly what the purpose is. But sometimes the purpose comes in the form of a test to see where you are really standing. God led the children of Israel to wander through the wilderness 
for 40 years. Now, I won't highlight that as much because you probably heard it a lot in sermons throughout your years. Now, but the question I had is, God led the children of Israel to wander through the wilderness. So led and wander seem like opposites in this case. Here you are wandering, but you're being led. It seems like that would be kind of an opposite appeal in this. Okay, why am I wandering? And then why are you leading? But everything that God does is designed to serve a purpose. He did it to test them and to humble them. 40 years is a a long time for a test. 40 years is a long time not to get it right. When you think about time on a clock that we live on, 40 years is a long time. Here's the raw and the real. When given the opportunity to obey, they, the Israelites, abused, uh, uh, refused. What did it cost them? It cost them the promised land. And the reason sometimes we have these tests Maybe it's what God wants to show us and give us, but we failed it and we come up short. We come up short a lot in what God wants for us, and we hate to fail that, knowing just on the other side that everything that he has for us has been simply waiting. It is there waiting on us. But somehow, some way, in our own thinking and how we look at the situation, we fail the test. Greater than that was the fact that they did not know their God, because if they knew them, knew him, their faith would have proved it. That's a test. The test is, do you know God more now than you did before? And during these last 40 days, during this process of 40 days, have you had a greater experience and encounter with him to know him? See, the children of Israel went through what they went through with their disobedience, not just in their humanness, but in their spirit. They simply said they don't want to obey God. They knew who he was because he delivered them. But the fact remains is they did not know their God as they should. And when their faith could have been made whole or made complete in him, they failed. And their faith, their lack of faith proved it. So God implemented the 40-year heart test. Now, that's a terrible test to have, 40-year heart test. This test was to see if they were prepared for his next assignment or plans for their lives. No one likes tests, yet the purpose for the test is not that about what you want, but what God wants for you. And sometimes it is a struggle in that, in the middle of it, because We see things the way we want to see them. But what God is saying, if you reveal your heart and open your heart to him, he can align things perfectly in your life so that what he wants for you is truly revealed and that he opens the way for you to get there. And I do believe that we're challenged in our own faith and we're challenged with these tests just to see where we really stand with him. Honestly, we've got to get to know him at a level that we've never known him before. And the reason I say that is because sometimes we can be pulled away with what we think is right, what we believe is right, what we truly want sometimes. And we know sometimes it doesn't line up with God's will in his way. I've been there. I know some things I I was just hard pressed on, but I realized that there were the times 
when I opened my eyes, clearly I could see what God was trying to show me. God wants things for you. The heart test reveals what is in your heart. Your heart should reveal faith, not just desires that may be against his will. It should reveal your faith. When was the last time you examined your heart? It is the part that I personally find out that my heart is not always right, that my heart pushes back, and sometimes it resists the, that which is right by God and how I want my will and my way. I'm just being honest because that's the most important part is being, it's being truthful when you're in a relationship with God. And there are times that I just wanted to push my way against his way. I failed the test. The results were horrible. But God allowed me to take a test that I needed to take, and it revealed that, hey, I had to depend on him. It's okay to want your way sometimes, but does that sometimes cost you years and time? Does it cost you some heartache and some pain? See, a little bit of what we want can cause a lifetime of issues. So when a test comes and you repeat the test, what is your heart saying about the matter? In truth, there are times we put up a good fight during the test saying, I won't be defeated. Now, let me clear this up. When we're tested and we know it's a test, and you said, I'm going straight to Jesus, I'm going to walk straight to the Lord, and we put up a good defeat, we put up a good a fight, there are times that in that fight to get to Jesus, there's going to be some testing, and you can be defeated. And then there are times during the test, we get whooped like we stole something. Now, what do you mean, Reverend Johnson? I get whooped like I stole something during the test because we assume that we had a good little success record during this test that you say, okay, I got it. I got it. I, I, I can care from here. Step aside, Jesus. I got it. You know, and it's just real. Sometimes we get ahead of ourselves. Sometimes getting ahead of ourselves causes us to get behind. And what happens? We get whooped like we stole something. But thank God for grace and mercy because he allows us to regain traction in that. And you say, okay, I won't step off this again. Let the test open your heart to God's purpose. In the wilderness, God allowed hunger to show his provision. They saw the need to depend on him. And when you depend on him, it reveals the need for the most important part of your relationship with God. It is his word which is his voice. So when you're reading his word, you're actually hearing the voice of God. Literally, his word was life and death when they entered into the promised land and had to wage war against their enemies to obtain it. So why is the word important? It will lead you to what God really has for you. If you abandon the word, which means it literally to refuse to not listen you're setting yourself up to fail the test over and over again. The word of God is designed to pour into us that we pour out to others and help each other grow. You can't obtain the word of God selfishly because God designed things for us. It is designed to be shared. When you have experienced the goodness and the greatness of God through his word, why would you hide that and not reveal it? Wouldn't you want someone else to experience what you just experienced? Wouldn't you want somebody to see how good God is in your life? Yeah, they can see some of the outside things, but when you speak a truth to them, 
about the God you serve, the God that gave you another chance, the God that gave you victory in the fight, the God that saw you through it. You would want to share that with somebody because I want somebody standing beside me that has the experience of victory. I want someone to reveal unto me some things about their life process. Say, hey, brother, I depended on God and he gave me victory. He depended on God and they tell me that, hey, I had some tests in it. But when the test got right and I passed that test, I saw how God was so important to me in my life through his word and how he revealed himself to me. And when God reveals himself to you, share that thing. That's one more person sharpening another person by the power of his word. When you're prepared to listen to God, you pass the test. And yes, family, there are going to be more tests. But testing from God reveals that there is more and more in him. That's why you can never say that at a certain point in your life after a few years that, oh, I got this. No, you don't. You're going to have more tests. The test is more revelation. The test is more heart opening. The test is more heart examination. The Bible is very clear on self-examination. Self-examination often comes up when we have communion service, but you have to realize that self-examination is daily and sanctification is a process. So each test reveals each level that God wants us to obtain in him. And I truly believe that God never wants to withhold anything from us except we withhold it from ourselves. We withhold it from ourselves because we look at things a lot differently than looking through it through the eyes of God for the purpose and intent he has for our life. And that's why I say you're going to have more tests. Some tests you're going to pass, but thank God he allows a retest. Why does God allow a retest? Because there's purpose in it. He has a solid purpose for us. Mrs. Sherry Knotts brought that up in her uh, morning inspiration about testing. And then guess what? No one likes that. But the truth is, it offers us a glimpse into who he is and what he wants to reveal. The worst part about some tests is that when we get into our selfish mode or have motives that are not right or not pleasing to God, and yet he's given us another chance, we tend to lean to our own understanding, as the Bible tells us not to do, and we try to alter the test. You can't cheat. You can't cheat on this test with God. God is not going to allow you to cheat. He will allow you to retest. He's not going to allow you to cheat your way around. He's not going to let you take a path that doesn't please him or even helps you. And you have to look at that. How many tests can you fail that doesn't produce anything for you? The goal in God through us is to produce something to produce something important. As I said earlier, when you are producing something, everyone else that sees that is witnessing that is not you, is the strength of God that allows you to pass the test, produce something, some witnesses, they see that, they know it's the glory of God. Because we really don't have any true strength of our own other than the strength that God gives us day to day. That's why we should start learning to pass our test And one, know that it is a test. You know it's a test. 
Don't be afraid to take the test, but how do you pass the test? Get in his word. Now, what has your heart revealed to you during these 40 days of fasting and praying? Has it revealed a heart that can pass the test? Are there things that are revealing that you need to know Jesus a little more than you thought? Is the test revealing your motives? Could the test reveal the truth we all need to know God more? The test is not designed to break you, but for you to have a breakthrough. I asked, is the, is the test revealing motives? Have you checked your motives in your prayer? Have you checked your motives during this praying and fasting? And then I had to ask myself, in the midst of this, what days did I come up short? What days was I overly focused on a problem or issue that I tried to depend on my own strength? What is it that I was trying to understand in my own thinking that didn't line up with prayer and fasting? So if you're honest with yourself, even during praying and fasting, there are going to be some days where you get off track. But this is what I want us to do as we're going through this and get ready to close it down is to finish strong, to finish strong in this. To say, hey, I realize that there are some things that I've got to check in myself. There are some things that I need to understand more about Jesus Christ that I didn't understand or that I did not purpose to understand. But now I'm beginning to see that when I go through these tests and trials in life, that I got to strengthen my knowledge of who he is. I got to strengthen the knowledge of his purpose for my life. And all of us need his strength right now. We need his strength right now. See, tomorrow is not promised. You're thinking about today. That's the best day you have right now, that you have today to get it right with him. And as I said, tests are not meant to just break you down. It is designed to break up some pieces, but God isn't trying to break your heart. I've said this a million times. God's intent is not to break our hearts. It may break some of those things that need to be broken because he wants to get to the inner part of you. The innermost part of you is what God really wants, your heart. That's his greatest desire. So he may say, Pastor Walt, can I have your heart? Brother Ellis, can I have your heart? Sister Vaughn, can I have your heart? Nicole, can I have your heart? Brothers and sisters, can I have your heart during this process of testing? When we give God our heart, you are passing the test when you say, okay, I surrender. I can't fight you anymore on this. I've tried fighting my way through this process, and I'm tired of coming up short. I'm tired of not having victory when I need it the most. I'm tired of not having strength when I need it the most. I'm tired of looking back over my life and not seeing what I should have had victory in. God wants us to have victory in our life. It doesn't mean that you're not going to go through tests and trials and tribulations, as the word would say, but the fact remains is there are going to be some tests that you got to take, you got to pass, because he has that purpose and plan for your life that he's been trying to reveal. 
The children of Israel went through 40 years of that. 40 years. And in those 40 years, the new crowd was the one that got through, though there were some that died off in this because they couldn't see the promised land the way God had intended for their lives. And God does have that thing for us. The question is, do you really want it? Do you want what God has for your life? Have you asked God to reveal what it is that you truly, that he truly wants for your life? Have you asked him? Pastor Walt said the other day, sometimes we got to go boldly before the throne and ask God for what it is. And sometimes I think that's what God wants in that test. Can you test God with that question and ask him, Lord, what is it that you want to reveal in my life that will give you the glory? Because all of us want the glory of God revealed in our life. Don't like to test. We want the glory. But I think if you pass the test, you'll receive that glory. You receive that victory. And you receive that wisdom and understanding he has for your life. So once again, it's not about breaking you into breaking you down, it's about breaking you through. It's a hard test. And yes, you will pass. Do you want to pass this test today? Get in his word. Seek him forever. There's so much in God that he wants to show us that is beyond measure. And I believe that the children of God are entitled to have everything that he has designed for our lives. Just pass the heart test. And I am sure that God will reveal everything that he wants for you. Pastor Walt, I want to thank you for allowing me to speak this morning. And I'll turn it back over to you. Wow. Come on, family. Let's pass the test together by just uh, praising the Lord and thanking him for this gift and this reminder. Uh, what a way to inspire this week. Uh, we're going to see uh, victory in the name of Jesus as it relates to every test uh, that may come um, our our way. We understand the heart of God a little bit better today after that dynamic morning inspiration. Father, we love you. We praise you. We thank you. God, we pray, God, as we go forward, we understand that these tests are not for the, to break us. These tests are to build us and to prepare us for the promises uh, that are ahead. So I thank you, God, as we uh, prepare to walk into the promised land individually and collectively, God, uh, that we're going to see victory. I thank you, God. We know that you're in the test with us. I thank you, God, for uh, all of your um, promises uh, towards us. Great is thy faithfulness and every day new mercies we see. God, as we prepare to leave this place, but never your presence, we're careful to give your name all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the powerful name of Jesus we pray that the people of God say together, amen, amen, amen. God bless, family. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Walt podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms and are also available on the new Chosen City Church app which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 1015 services. We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.